Welcome to the Shine Shine Geek the Shine Geek and Fast Fret podcast. Done. Well done. Okay, we're gonna use that. <laughs> Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. This is going to be a solo episode with yours truly. Why? Because I wanted to talk about this band and um, I have a connection to this band, musically speaking anyway. I've, uh, I've listened the heck out of this bands, these bands, these two bands. And um, I don't know. I wanted to give a view on this band because in this world, the way things work with radio, the way things work with streaming services, unless you're Drake or Ed Sheeran, you are not going to get heard. It is literally that simple. So what I like to do periodically is I like to take the mic by myself and expose some music that maybe is not getting enough exposure as I was as I would like it to, and it's something that I enjoy. And I'm going to tell you all now: if there is something in life that you do absolutely enjoy, don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Tell people about it. Art of any kind is meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be shared, and it's meant to create conversation. So if you are by yourself and you bought a print from some great artist or some artist that you love and they're not getting a lot of recognition and you feel you've done what you can by purchasing that piece of art from that artist and you put it up on your wall in your home and it just sits there. You admire it. You enjoy it. You think it's great. You don't tell anybody about it because this is your treasure. But let me tell you something. As an artist myself, um, I've had to scream. I've had to climb to the tops of buildings and scream at the top of my lungs to get people to hear my stuff, to see my art, to read my writing. And it is tiring. And sometimes it's really, really nice if someone else runs to that rooftop and screams, I just bought a new print from Lar D'Souza and he is amazing. Just do it. Yes, Lar, I just gave a shout out to you. Miss you, brother. Hope to talk to you soon. You are an amazing artist. And if anyone knows, doesn't know Lar D'Souza, um, go check his stuff out. You can find him at lartist, L-A-R-T-I-S-T, dot com. He is an amazing artist. He's an even better human being. It's hard to believe that his human beingness could be even better than his art, but it's true. Uh, go check his stuff out. And if you do know Lar D'Souza, why are you not telling others about it? Like, honestly, what, like, what are you thinking? So today, we're going to talk about two bands. So we recently had on 
the great Kevin Williams from In Obscuria. I sound like some Romanian undead or something there. Um, Kevin Williams was on the show. He talked about his podcast, which is phenomenal. Um, it's opened my ear holes to hearing things that I may have missed otherwise. Um, interestingly enough, there's a fair amount on there that I've already heard, but it's good that I'm not the only one shutting from the rooftop. So Kevin, thank you for shutting to the rooftops and thank you for making Robert listen to when you shut at the rooftops. Um, Robert might be a little hard of hearing, so shutting from the rooftops might be appropriate. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, but anyway, Robert, um, and Kevin were in a band together called big Jack pneumatic. Now, honestly, if not for this show, there's no way in hell I would have heard of this band. And that's a sh that's a crying shame. Um, it's really good. It's honestly very good. I thoroughly enjoyed Big Jack Pneumatic. I listened to it um, because it was sent to me because I did a, a music swap. I sent my music to Kevin and Kevin sent, he overcompensated <laughs> and sent me um, I don't know if he sent me, let's just look here. He sent me almost the entire collection of the swear, which is ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Like that's, this is a lot of music, dude. But, um, I want to thank you for sending it. Um, and as I alluded to on Twitter, I'm going to do something about your recent episode of In Obscuria, and I'm going to try to one-up you. But this is only step one. Step two will be to do something for the others that were on your podcast. I got to do something about that. But anyway, I will. So anyway, so this is step one. Well, step one was having you on the show. So people that may not have heard of your show or either one of your bands to go, hey, who's this Kevin Williams guy? He's a pretty charismatic guy over the microphone. I wonder if he can play. I wonder if he can make some good music. Maybe. Maybe I'll try it out. Yeah. I don't know. That Shungi spoke pretty highly of him. If my words at all convinced you to listen, and if Kevin's own words at all convinced you to listen, then I have achieved the mountaintop on this show, which is turning people on to new things. Pretty heavy stuff. So, Big Jack Pneumatic. I don't know too much about the band, but I do have... Um, I do have a CD of theirs, and I also bought another CD of theirs, which is just an EP, and I bought it off of Bandcamp. Wait a minute, what is Bandcamp? No, this isn't a promo plug for them, but I'm, I would promo plug them for free every day of the week. Bandcamp is the only place you should be streaming your music from. It's the only place you should be giving money to the artist through, other than directly to the artist. You need to, honestly, 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 you really need to um, go buy music from there that you'll get a digital copy. You can buy physical copies through there because a lot of bands will actually sell their merch through there. 
go support the bands there. If you're listening to them on your Spotify or your Apple, good on you for giving them the streams. But I will let you know, it is absolutely irrelevant monetarily to the artist. Maybe it might get them onto some chart, but as we all know nowadays, charts mean absolutely nothing. Charts are controlled by the conglomerates, by the corporations that have struck deals with particular artists that have a particular footprint. And they work together to promote the same five artists over and over and over again. Never giving chances to uh, little-known artists. Um, but like greedy little pigs, uh, these conglomerates, if somebody breaks themselves on YouTube or something like that, or they break themselves on Instagram or a place like that, and they get people to listen to their stuff or look at their stuff if they're, you know, if they're visual artists, but we'll, we'll stick to music. But in the case of, um, an artist that that makes it big through youtube or something like that and you know they like ren for example i don't know if you've heard of ren but check him out he made a video and recorded on youtube and it became a viral sensation now the conglomerates are wait a minute who's this kid oh wow he's pretty talented maybe we should jump in on the bandwagon and claim that we've discovered him yeah i i can't stand that bullshit i really can't stand that bullshit and in that vein, this is me representing Robert. And this is me, um, like, I, I feel like you were, like, talking to the winds and I picked up Robert Harrison's uh, presence. But Robert Harrison is the guitar player and singer for Big Jack Pneumatic. I don't know if he's a principal songwriter or not. Um, but Kevin was in this band. And Robert's in this band. Now, I could play any of the other releases from them, but I'm not sure which ones Kevin is actually on. So I'm going to play the one that I know he's on for sure, where he's playing drums, actually. And this is where my journey started. I actually heard Big Jack first and then moved on to The Swear. So what are we going to play from here? Mm, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You know what? No, they played this on their show, so I'm not going to do this one. But I think I'm gonna this I think this one's good. So this song is called Control. The band is Big Jack Pneumatic. The album is called Big Jack. And uh, here we go. Yeah, I 
Actually, really good. Again, there's something about the way Robert sings that I love. Well, he does it far better than I do, that's for damn sure. But God damn it, Robert. There's something about your voice. Love it. Love your tone. Love your riffing. And I love those drums. Of course, I love those drums. Let's play another track from this album. This one is called Push Over. <laughs> Oh, 
surprise when it feels cold to you Jack, go buy it. You can find it on Bandcamp. Uh, let's see. Big Jack Pneumatic dot Bandcamp dot com. That's Big Jack Pneumatic. Do you know how to spell pneumatic? No. Why would you? But for some reason, <laughs> you're gonna have a hard time finding it because it's actually not spelled. The name of the band is Big Jack Pneumatic, P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I-C. However, the Bandcamp page is Big Jack, P-N-U-E-M-A-T-I-C. But if you do a search, Big Jack Pneumatic, Bandcamp, you will find it. Go listen. Link is in the show notes. Okay, let's move on to something else here. Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Thanks for coming on the show. Really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. You also are in a band called The Swear, and I promised I would, and I swore I would play The Swear, and here we go. I don't even know where to fucking start here. Um, there's a lot of good material here. I like a lot of stuff here, and there are a number of albums here. So, for example, so just 
to give you a count. Oh, by the way, you can find the swear at the swear.bandcamp.com. Go check it out. You can also go to their website, which is theswear.com. Pretty easy. There's links to all. If you're a streaming person, there's links to all the streaming. Don't do that. Just go to Bandcamp. Ideally, that'd be awesome. So what is the swear? Well, Kevin's in this band as well, but he plays bass in this one, which is very interesting. But, you know, he, it, it, hey, go listen to our episode. You'll find out why he switched from drums to bass. Um, but the swear basically revolves around Elizabeth Elkins. Um, she's a punk rocker who went to Nashville and decided to write country music. But this is the band she did before then and after then when she just wants to go out there and just rock. She's actually a very decent uh, guitar player. Um, lots of punk influence, a lot of uh, interesting chord choices. Um, she's also a poet, I guess. And here her lyrics are phenomenal. Um, very phenomenal. Very good. And I, this band uh, was so close to breaking. But why would they break? Because A, you have someone fronting the band who actually writes their own music. Well, we don't want that. We know we don't want that on the radio. We have people that write songs for people. They know the algorithm. They know how many beats per second to use. They know how many, um, how long a verse should be and how long a chorus should be to nab those advertising dollars and to engage and to be short enough so that they can break for weather and traffic and other advertisings. So, of course, they wouldn't play uh, Elizabeth and her band. Why, why would they? I mean, she has an amazing voice. She knows how to tell a story. Well, we don't want stories on the radio because radio music currently is only meant to be background music that you play while you're doing your accounting or while you're driving your kids to school. It is not meant to be, it's not something that's meant to be enjoyed. It's not something where you put the headphones on and listen to and discern the various instruments and find the melody and find the beat and go, holy shit, this is awesome. I got to play it again. No, that's not, that's not what you go to radio for. So, of course, the swear would never make it. They're just too good. Yeah, how about that? Um, I have not spoken with Elizabeth. I don't know her at all, but I feel I know her through her music. Um, thank you, Kevin, for introducing me to this ridiculously talented songwriter. I'm saying songwriter first. She is a vocalist. She is a guitarist. A singer, whatever. But she's a, she's a songwriter first. She's like phenomenal. Um, and, and, and I want to make a distinction here. You know what makes a good singer? It's not someone who can hit all these arias and it can travel up and down the vocal, uh, the no, uh, up and down with notes and um, can, can, can hit, hit these amended crescendos or hit these amazingly bassy lows. That's not what makes a great singer. A great singer is someone who can tell a story vocally. Johnny Cash not known as a great singer, technically speaking, but he is one of the greatest singers of all time because he could tell a story. He could make you believe in his delivery of the story he was telling 
Now, in this case, Elizabeth can tell a story better than most, actually better than anything on the radio right now. There's maybe a, cu a couple of exceptions that could maybe be at her level, but not only that, but she can actually sing. But she knows when to pull back. She's not going to Mariah, Mariah carry her way through a song just to go, oh, by the way, I can hit really high notes. Let me see. Let me show you what I do here. That's not telling a story. That's just telling a story about how technically savvy you are. It's not telling the story in the song. But maybe if you'd written the song, I, I don't want to dish too much, but let's just say when Elizabeth writes a song, she figures out exactly how she's going to deliver it in an emotional way. Fucking talented. That's all I got to say. So where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's start old, older, and we'll work our way up. I think that sounds like a, a good idea. I think I like, uh, let's see. We're going to go with a song called Deadfall. This is off Hotel Rooms and Heart Attacks. The Swear. Uh, I don't know what the year release of this was. I don't know. 2008. All right, here we go. This is Deadfall.
that was awesome. Let's play another one. Oh my god, I don't know which one to go. Oh. All right, we're going to go to Gold and Hymns and Hell. And no, I'm not going to do the title track because that's obvious. Let's play something else. Let's go Pornography on Avenue A. You call from Avenue A Last in line for praise There's no closing night of the
god. What are we going to take next? Okay. Kevin said this was his favorite album to work on for the swear. So I'm going to play two tracks from here. There's so many songs. Okay, we're going to go with, I'm going to start with I Sold My Soul on Gallatin Road off of The Swears, The Clinic, and The Sane, which was released in 2020. Here we go.
here's another one. We're going to play East Nashville. So we covered this on the episode when Kevin Kevin was with us. But I, this is the song, I think, this is the other song that stood out. And this is where I was seeing a pattern of the, of the nature of this album. And I almost feel, and I could be totally wrong here, but this is my interpretation of the song. And a great song can have multiple interpretations, but this is mine. I was getting this feeling that um, that Elizabeth was going through a period of, okay, I've done everything I can do. The swear isn't going anywhere. I'm going to go try something different. I'm going to go do something different. So she goes to Nashville. She moves to Nashville. She's writing music there. And she's writing music for various artists. And she's part of the songwriting machine in Nashville. And after a while, and the the reason I relate to this, I'll explain in a second, but after a while, you kind of feel like, you know, I'm really good at this. I'm doing really good at this. But the doing really good at something is you're getting recognition for what you're doing. People are talking about what you're doing. People are paying you for what you're doing. You're noticing that money is being generated by what you're doing. But you're not completely satisfied. There's still something missing. There's still something you need. And when you're working for other people, when you're writing specifically for other people and not for yourself, there's a bit of a sacrifice there happening. And then you don't know. So it's just like, it's just like Robert's story about working in the corporate world where he joined the corporate world. He, you know, he, he got a, I think, I can't remember what he said. He got a degree in something. And then he went to work in the corporate world, you know, suit and tie, the whole nine yards. And he went to go work on a street, you know, one of those business streets. I've done the same thing. Hey, this is why it's completely relatable. And then you tore the corporate line. You're wearing your collards, your collared shirt. You're wearing your belt and you're wearing your nice pants. And you are taking your coffee at 10.05. You're going to the water, the water cooler. And then you're commenting about the TPS reports. And then you go back to your desk and you work again. And then a manager comes by and tells you what to do. Gives you shit in a... Kind of gives you shit, but like kind of in this backhanded way. You know, hmm, yeah, that report wasn't very good, was it? Mm, you might you might want to think on maybe adding something next time, you know, like that didn't really impress anybody. And then you think about it, and then you're you're doing these things to impress people at a company to help them make more money, not to help you make more money, but you're doing things to win their, their, their love of you. And it's not even, it's like this false love. I think I talked about this in my song breakdown, to be honest, but anyway, she just wanted to rock out. This is my opinion. She did this album. She wrote these songs. It was like, okay, you know what? I've been walking on eggshells. I've been doing what they want me to do. I've been writing the songs they want me to write. I've been cookie cuttering what I do. I just want to make some fucking rock and roll. Same thing in the corporate world. You've had enough and you decide to go get a job where you can actually fulfill yourself first. This song's called East Nashville. 
Oh, and interesting, I didn't even realize this. It featuring Rachel Bolin of Skid Row and Vanessa Olivares. Here's the song. clinic in the scene this album this might be my pick or this i know it's 2020 that it came out but hey i i i I never heard this because radio never played this fucking album and it's your fault radio for not exposing me to this where your job as a radio station is to expose people to new music i don't need to hear the new beyonce i don't i really don't ariana grande i don't even know who the fuck that is but the name keeps popping up. The name keeps popping up, and I've never actually heard this lady sing. Does she sing? I don't even know. Is she a DJ? I don't know. But the thing is, they keep pushing the same names over and over and over again, and it's and it's a crime. It is a crime. Listen to me. It is a crime that I have not heard the swear until this fucking year. Like, what's wrong with you, Radio. Oh, there's a new Beyonce single. Really? Everyone's telling me there's a new Beyonce single. Wait, not everybody. Every corporate company that is in bed with the studio behind Beyonce. They're all in collusion with each other to promote the shit out of Beyonce. It has nothing to do with Beyonce. It's a machine. When's the last time she wrote a song? I don't know. All of her stuff sounds so safe. On that note, let's play a song called Ike Turner. This is the last song. I'm going to sign out after this. Please go listen to The Swear.
please go listen to Big Jack Pneumatic and please go listen to an Obscuria podcast and join me in discovering new music every week. Kevin is going to tell us, hey, have you heard this band? Hey, have you heard that band? And then he's going to talk in that voice. Have you heard this band this week? Yes, he has that kind of voice. He's phenomenal. Go go listen to an Obscuria if you want to hear new music that you are not hearing on the radio that you should be fucking hearing. Ignore the radio. The radio doesn't know what they're doing. They get their they got their balls in their hands and they don't know what they're doing. Anyway, final song, Ike Turner from the Swear off of the Clinic and the Sir. <laughs>
thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. And bye. Have a good day. Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.